Sashin is being peace. Being at peace, which is another name for who we are. Being at peace is who we truly always are. Being right where you are, as you are. It's a way we could say simple. Except that this includes all sorts of arising, passing likes, dislikes, wanting, not wanting, being happy, being sad, being entangled and upset, all sorts of states of mind, body, emotion, thoughts, arise and pass. This is the process of being alive, and Sashin is being alive at peace. Except that in Sashin we have this task to note, to notice when these arise, when we entangle in them, when we limit ourselves in them and in reacting to them. And having that, if I say that opportunity, is allowing ourselves the opportunity of experiencing this moment as is, which is always who we are, and yet, and yet, we must make an effort when our habits of attending to things, events, internal thoughts, feelings, emotions, especially when they're not as we think they should be, nor are they other. So in a sense, Sashin is being this big container of experiencing inside, outside. Of course, inside, outside are extra labels, comments about it. But sometimes we need to I need to, you need to use that to note, to make effort when there's an effort called for. Experiencing is not an extra effort. It's who, what is. And yet, since it's always who, what is, Though we're never other, we may miss it because we have this wonderful and troubling ability to cover it over in our entangling attachments. That's why Joko liked to remind us of, with that quote from Benoit, rest on the icy couch. 
not icy. It's this moment. Right now, it might be rest on the hot, sweaty couch for those of you in Illinois. Not in air, those not in air conditioning. But it's icy or hot, sweaty. Those become troublesome when we entangle in this not wanting this. This, it is not comfortable what I want. It should be. Oh, why more of this? How much longer? No problem with those. Those are all this bigger container of the moment. And yet, you know, what's needed because otherwise we miss our life. So Sashin is, in a way, both for those in the Zendo and those not in the Zendo, is very simple. It's your on our ongoing life, your ongoing moment. This moment, this moment, not, not anything that's particularly difficult because it's being as is, being as is. And if we sense that we've gone off somewhere, all we have to do is remind ourselves as is, this icy couch, this moment. That's all we have to do to help remind ourselves Except, of course, when we get caught up is in, this isn't the way it should be. I wouldn't do it this way. I don't want it this way. When that comes up, it's important to be specific in our noting. Specific, because the more specific, the more that can open up, if I say it that way, into this universal experience, which is yours only, and yet it's universal, and yet it's yours or mine only. Your experience is your gift of life, your gift of practice. No one else can give it to you, and no one can take it away from you. It's always, I want to say it clear and pure, if I use such words. That's being at peace. That's being, if I use words, that's Bodhi nature, Buddha nature. It's only this present moment. If I say this present moment, mine, fine. That's where you get to be who you are. You get to be the Buddha mind or the Sashin mind or whatever other useful phrase. But you don't need any such phrases. We don't need any such phrases. All we need is what we have. You lack nothing. No one lacks anything. And yet, 
covering our eyes, covering our ears, we miss ourselves. And what do we cover it with? My story about what it should look like, what it should sound like, what I shouldn't have to feel. And yet, we have to become an expert at what we entangle in, how we start going off in a certain direction. And to see wherever we go is only this peace, this, if I use again that word, clear and pure. So go into it, the more specific, the more it's the universe that's right here, right now. That's why Sashin is so simple and easy. And of course, that's also why Sashin is so sometimes seemingly difficult, because it's so easy. So when you notice any difficulties in Sashin, use them. Use them as your supports, as your reminders, as your friends and help. But know that this very life that you are, this very place that you are, whether you're in the zendo or at home, whether you're eating your meal or working or resting or anything else, is your opportunity to manifest this If I want to use the word present moment mind, I could use that. To be this experiencing, I could use that. Just don't get caught in those words. Just know what you get to do. And you don't have to do anything extra. Except when you are already doing something extra, like entangling. Then make the point of just noticing, noting. Because when we don't note, then we just follow along on the habits. And then we start becoming familiar with our particular habits. So that's what, when Joko talks about core beliefs, she talks of, about us noticing the particular habits that are ours, that we like to follow along. Just simply note them. They'll keep exposing themselves or exposing ourselves, exposing ourselves to ourselves so that we can be ourselves. And ourself isn't the entangling stories. In a way, this talking now is just encouragement. Encouragement, I hope, for you to do what's called for in this session, in your session, in your at peace session. I want to say a few more things about a slightly different subject. Um, you will notice that in the service, um, there's part of the dedication includes the passing from this realm of existence of Thomas Cleary. Uh, some of you may know who Thomas Cleary is and some of you may not. Thomas Cleary is a 
very significant um, person in the transmission of Buddha Dharma into the West or into this English-speaking world that we share because he translated so many significant texts which were not available beforehand or were only available in very incomplete um, copies. And for those of us who practiced with those texts, it made a significant difference. Some of you might be familiar. He translated, for instance, the full, he and his brother, I should say, translated the full Blue Cliff record with um, the commentaries um, and the capping phrases, um, the, the commentators, the commentaries by um, Engo or Juan Wu, depending upon which way you pronounce. Um, before that, there was only an incomplete translation that, that was, um, what should I say, quite inadequate, um, which also did not have any of the capping phrases and did not have very much of the commentaries, just had the texts and the verses and a little bit more. Um, so that was in the, the mid-late 1970s. He and his brother translated this work which originally in three volumes, which was put together and also into one volume. Um, there's a nice introduction to it by um, Mezumi Roshi. He also translated um, the Shoyoroku, so the Heikigan Roku, and then the Shoyoroku, the Book of Equanimity or Book of Serenity, he and his brother translated. Um, they translated uh, what's it called? Uh, Secrets of the Blue Cliff Record, which is no, he translated Secrets of the Blue Cliff Record, which is Hakuin's uh, commentary on the Blue Cliff Record and uh, Tenkei Densun's commentary on the Blue Cliff Record, which is quite significant. They translated many other works connected to um, Soto and, and Rinzai um, teachers, both in China and Japan. They translated many sutras. They translated many other texts of a Tamsaka Sutra. Um, it's actually too numerous to, to um, list all that they translated. But And he worked almost tirelessly oh, putting out one after another uh, translations. Um, he had a long-term illness, but despite that, he worked at translating, which made it possible for many people, many of us, to encounter the Dharma in ways that enriched us um, immeasurably, I'll say. So uh, it's almost hard to imagine what the world was like in the 1970s when it, his translations began to come out. 
I mean, we're talking about 50, almost 50 years ago, 70s, let's see, 77, little less, 40, 40 plus years ago. Um, never, so I thought, and I think it's important for us to acknowledge those people because those people support us in clarifying our life. In a way, we don't need any of those texts. We don't need any, and yet we need all sorts of things. So, um, so I wanted to say those few words as we begin this session. Okay. Thank you all for participating in session, and I appreciate all your energies. Some of you are fortunate to be together in the Zendo. Some of us joining at a distance. It, whichever way we do it, we're all interconnected, close, far. We get the opportunity to be together to do this practice and support each other and to share in this Dharma, in this if I say Buddha nature that is who we are, this true nature that is our life together, our life of the universe. Thank you.